Soundstripe. Connect with Gia. I am your host today, Gia. And today's topic is extremely interesting and very scary to some, I would say. I'm going to be discussing all the myths and, you know, all the guts glories around black magic, spells, and witchcraft. And I do want to start off by saying this podcast is not going to be talking about rituals and you know how to do black magic it's going to be talking about how to transmute that energy completely out of your life and the precautions you can take how to be aware and truly to know if you are being affected by a spell witchcraft a curse or black magic so is black magic real Yes, it is. Often I get clients that are very confused, are in a dilemma. They're, they come to me and they're like, I feel tired. Um, I'm exhausted. Everything just went literally like north, completely out of nowhere. You know, I was sitting in south and now I'm in north and my financial health is terrible. My own health is terrible and things are just not going right. And Their whole thing is, someone's done black magic to me. That's why my life is a mess. Reason why I want to address this first is because if things are going bad in your life, it's not necessarily always black magic. Sometimes you do need to sit down and retrace your steps and see, did you help co-create that situation? You know, did you align your frequency, your actions for these events to take place? That's your number one step. Then number two is if you have done that and you're like, no, actually, this came out of nowhere, out of thin air. It makes no sense. Nothing is adding up. Most likely then, yes, there has been some type of interference energy or energy force that has attached itself to you that you may need to seek a healer for. Black magic is real. It does exist. There's a positive. There is a negative. And 
oftentimes, you know, I hear this a lot too, that, oh, don't worry, black magic can't affect you. Don't worry. That's true. In a sense, that is true. But what happens when someone's actually put a spell on you and everyone around you keeps saying, don't worry about it. Black magic can't affect you. You're God's person. You're God's person. They are right. But at that moment, this energy has attached itself to you. You need to clear it out. And I see a lot of people struggling with that because they think they need to do a crazy ritual, which is equivalent to black magic. So for an example, I'll share a personal story where someone actually did black magic on my family years ago, like 14, 15 years ago. My parents spent 16 years working overtime, saving their money to buy a house. We finally did it. They bought a house and someone could not tolerate that. They were extremely upset that my parents were progressing in their life. So we hosted this big, um, we call it a kanpat, which means a big gathering in front of, you know, God and we worship and we have lunger together and we celebrate. So we had hosted that and there was over 100 people there. And a lot of people were not happy. And how do I know? Well, their faces, they literally came in. They're like, whoa, how did you afford this? Oh, my God. Like, wow. And you could just see it in their face. They were just so judgmental about it. They weren't there to celebrate with us. They were there to, you know, be all nosy and snoopy and see, you know, how did we afford this? And, you know, how did we end up here and all this stuff? So next morning we wake up. There's a black big garbage bag on our lawn and it's Sunday like it's not garbage day so my dad goes out and he he opens it up and it's full of things like bones sindoor nails you know black magic ritual equipment and my father said oh look someone's tried something on us don't worry God has our back. Nothing will happen to us. He just threw it in the garbage. Well, boy, oh boy. My mom goes into work and my mom had a very, very secure job. They laid her off. And it came out of nowhere. And so my mom lost her job and we just bought a new house. My dad does not work. My dad is actually a stay-at-home dad. Um, he actually raised me and my brother. So now we have no income. My dad doesn't work. My mom lost her job. And we just bought a new house. Everything just hit the fan. We got into so many fights with family members for no reason. Our finances were sinking. And everything just went to shit. And we could not figure out what the heck happened. Like our basement flooded. It was the most randomest things used to happen to us. Like we'd wake up on a normal day and the weirdest things would happen. Like our, our windows, our windows broke. Our house was not that old. It was like five years old. Literally, like we woke up and our window was shattered. And my mom was like, what? Like there's no, like I don't see any tennis ball or like, like nothing came through the window, but it was just shattered. Like the weirdest things used to happen in that house. And we had to sell it. 
we, my parents, of course, kept saying, oh, you know, it's because of black magic. Well, two years later, they started saying that. The first two years, it was just, oh, God has us. We pray. We're good people. Black magic can't affect us. Well, it clearly was. I mean, it clearly had full effect on us. We weren't immune to it at all. And so two years later, when that happened, we started seeking pundits, which are priests of Hindu temples, to help us, you know, undo this black magic. And even as a child, I always felt like that was wrong because we would go there and they would just tell us these weird rituals that we would have to do to undo this. It felt uncomfortable doing it. Like, why are we sneaking around 3 a.m. in the morning to find dirt, like soil out of the ground? And then so we can offer it to like Durga Mata. That's weird. Why can't I just go at 11 a.m.? get some soil off the ground and just give it like why do I have to sneak around at 3 a.m and do it and a bunch of other crazy stuff they told us to do like you know um where's sindoor i'm nine years old i'm not gonna wear sindoor i have school and those of you who don't know what sindoor is sindoor is that red powder that married women wear um on their foreheads and on their skull when they get married well i'm nine i'm not gonna wear sindoor And now, you know, I'm older and I have, you know, my practice, my experience, I've realized that these pundits that we were going for help to undo this energy that was in our house, they were basically just telling us to perform black magic to defeat the black magic. Yeah, that's not effective. That does not work. You can't defeat negativity with negativity. You can't do black magic more powerful than the black magic that's done to you to defeat it. It doesn't work like that. You have to transmute the energy into love. And (laughs) I wish I knew this knowledge then. But of course, I was a child. I had no idea. And we had to sell our house. It was a long, dreadful journey. But we sold it. And ever since then, we've been good. But here's the other part, too. So I've just told you a whole personal story, how black magic did affect me and my family and how my family kept saying black magic cannot affect you. Now, here's here's where it gets very deep. And I would say it's kind of up for a debate as well, to be honest, because, you know, I don't know everything. But talking from my knowledge, my experience now, I truly, truly, truly believe Black magic cannot affect you unless you allow it to. And this includes evil eye. You know, of course, you may feel a drop in vibration. You see more obstacles randomly appearing. And, you know, everything hitting north, like I said, going upside down. But here's the thing. We are living We are living beings. This is our dimension. Earth is our home and we are humans on planet Earth. Anything entering our dimension from a different vortex portal dimension is nowhere near as powerful as we are because we are home. We are home. Think about it. 
When you are a guest at someone's house, you have to ask or take permission to, you know, go to the bathroom. Do you do that at your own house? No, you don't because you live there. You have authority there. That's your home. Same thing with planet Earth and black magic. Because black magic is just dark force energy. That's exactly what it is. And it needs your permission to live in your field. So black magic cannot affect you unless you allow it to. Because as living beings, we are more powerful. We can transmute any energy. And black magic and evil eye is just energy, which means it's temporary and it will shift. But you are in charge of directing the energy. If you choose to give it more thought and believe in it and stay fearful of it, the evil forces will take over. They absolutely will. Because again, you have given that guest in your house permission to go to the bathroom in your house to leave all their shit everywhere. Sorry, got a little graphic there. My bad. But you guys get the point, right? (laughs) You gave permission for someone to come into your house and shit everything up. Now, Let's just say you decide to navigate this energy towards love and reconnect with your spirit. You say no. You reject it. The evil forces will have no space anywhere near you, in your energy field, your physical body, your family members, your home, absolutely nowhere near you because you have filled it with love energy. Fear is the fuel for evil evil forces. Love is the fuel for divine forces. And I love this quote by Albert um, Einstein is, energy cannot be destroyed. It can only be changed from one form to another. So anytime you are fearful and you think there's a negative energy force behind you, just remind yourself that this is energy and this sh- this can be shifted as well. You don't have to give it permission. You do not. And even though there are evil forces coming from different planets and dimensions, they know God's law. There are certain laws and rules that every being must follow in the galaxies of everywhere and anything in all universes. And God's law is when you say no, you say no. So if you feel an evil presence near you ever, like you're being followed or at night someone's watching you and you say, you need to leave now, you need to leave my space now, it must obey you. Because again, it's a guest in your house. Do you think your guests will ever get up and just start walking into your garages? Well, maybe for Indian, yeah, because Indian people don't know boundaries. (laughs) it's happened to me people have come to my house and they've just gone into my room like okay cool um so just speaking from personal experience but yeah like your your guest wouldn't start touching your belongings right without your permission they wait for it same thing with evil forces they wait for it they wait for your vibration to drop for you to feel low and depressed so you can give them permission to come in. And once you become a host to them, they will keep you in the fear zone because 
As I said, fear is the fuel to evil forces. Love fuels divine forces. So, you know, people always ask me how they can protect themselves. So, like I said, every time or any time you feel there's evil forces around you, you can simply say no. Just be like, no, whoever you are, wherever you are, I do not give you permission. You must leave now and be firm. Be firm. You have authority. This is your home. This is your home, your energy field, your body, your physical home. It belongs to you. And nobody can do anything unless you give them authority to. So the greatest protection tool I would say you can carry is your connection to yourself. Yes, there are, you can sage, you can carry crystals, you can wear, you know, monthers, you can say monthers, you can do a bunch of things, right? But your connection to yourself is the foundation. That is where your whole being is built on, is a connection to yourself. The stronger the connection to yourself, the closer you are to divine. Closer you are to divine, the more you are vibrating at unconditional love vibration. You are not feeding the fear. You are feeding the love. So that makes more space for divine beings to come in and evil forces to leave. You are an extension of the divine source. So here and there, you may encounter low vibration energies, but you do not need to live with them. When you connect with yourself, it is equivalent to praying or worshiping to a God. Because like I said, you are a divine being. You are an extension of God. God didn't come on planet Earth. He sent you. He has so much love and faith in you. He knows you can make it. And he knows that you have everything within you that you'll ever need because he has prepared you to navigate in this world. Our job here is just to connect with it. That is it. Simply be you and be divine. I really hope this podcast was helpful. Maybe I busted some myths. I gave you some insight on how not to fear black magic and all these rituals and stuff. And on the leaving note, I also do want to say for all my, you know, listeners out there, please, 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 I beg you, do not play Ouija board. Do not play with the Ouija board. I'll say it the third time. Do not play with the Ouija board. I don't know why this has never crossed anyone's mind, but why are Ouija boards in children's toy section? That's something to think about, is it not? If we can call in spirits, why is it advertised to children? What do children know about calling in the deceased? And I can guarantee you 99.9% of the time when you play with a Ouija board, you're not calling in something that's divine. You're calling in whatever's lingering around waiting to be called in. And what kind of intentions do you think that spirit has? 
Mm, not very good. Not very good at all. Ouija boards are real. They're not fake. They're not pretend. You know, people think I'm a nut job when I say this, but I will say this. They're 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 put out there by the dark forces for people to play with them, especially children. So the dark energies and the 3D dimensional energies can linger longer and your vibrations can stay low. They're put out there with the intentions to ruin humanity, not help humanity evolve. So please stay away from the Ouija board. It is nothing to play with. It's not a toy. It is not a toy. And if you do want to practice any kind of witchcraft, here, I'll give you one. I'll just give you one. Put your hand on your heart and say, I call in the divine. (laughs) Because the ultimate magic is God. It's God energy. You want to create something? You're looking for answers? God created you for a reason and put you here with everything within you. You need to connect with yourself, not a Ouija board. You want to talk to a deceased person? Seek out a psychic, a medium, someone you can trust, someone that has practiced this art and this craft and understands it well enough that it will not ruin your life. Because you may think the Ouija board is calling in your passed over grandparents, a loved one, but most likely it's a disguise. They're pulling in a disguise that may sound and feel like the spirit you want to call in to play games with your mind so they can actually take over and stay as a full-time paying guest in your house. And the price you'll pay will be way too much. It can be your health, your finances, your relationships. It You could possibly be possessed and have no idea that you're being possessed. I hope it sounds scary (laughs) because I really want you to stay away from a Ouija board. It is nothing to play with. It is not a game. On this note, thank you so much for joining and listening. I hope I gave some enlightenment on this topic and I did it justice. If you guys want to connect with me further, I am available on TikTok and Instagram under the username connect with Gia. Feel free to DM me, leave a review and a comment on the podcast. I would love to hear your feedback. Thank you so much. Keep thriving. Do not survive, thrive, because that's exactly what we came here to do. I love you all.